You're listening to Tarot Talk, and I'm your host, Holly Ramey. I'm going to serve you some practical magic and give you tips and tools to bring the mystical into your everyday life. Hey everyone, welcome back to Tarot Talk. I'm your host, Holly Ramey, and this is episode number four. Today, I'm going to answer a question using the lens of the tarot for Rachel in Arkansas. So Rachel wrote into me, I'm stuck in a rut. I want to live a more intuitive lifestyle, and I have all of these amazing resources, but I don't know where to start. I'm suffering from information overload, and if I'm being totally honest, perfectionism is a big part of my mental block. I get stuck in the thought pattern, well, if I can't do it right or be good at it, why should I start? I know it's BS, but this is how my mind works. Okay. This is a great question. I think we can all relate to being a bit of a perfectionist, wanting to move forward, but not sure how to get past those mental blocks. So I pulled three cards and right away, Rachel, what I'm seeing is that you may have to redefine your idea of intuition and what an intuitive lifestyle really looks like for you or for anyone in that matter. I think that maybe your perfectionism is being projected onto this idea of intuitive living, right? Intuitive living is really about living in a way, eating in a way, operating in a way in which we move and act based on how we feel, not based on what we think. It's deeply, deeply connected to the body. And this is one of the questions I get the most in my practice from my clients and my mentees. They want to know how to access the intuition, how to focus and become intuitive. And I think we often think of intuition as something that either lives outside of us and um, or something that is like high, high up above us instead of within us. And my answer is always to check in with the body. All right, so the first card I'm seeing here for you, Rachel, is the Empress. And the Empress is divine feminine. On the earth plane, she's deeply, deeply connected to earth energy, and she's deeply connected to her body. She is very creative. She's fertile. She's sensual. And she is nurturing, compassionate, and understanding. She's a mother figure in the tarot. And she often comes forth expressing her true nature as a healer and as a gifted kind of earth goddess. And so what that means and the way that I'm viewing this in connection to the card that I pulled next, which is the devil, I'm looking at how you can connect to your physical body, how you can use that connection to strengthen your intuition. The body carries ancient wisdom. The body, the physical body in itself is connected to the root chakra, which is earth energy. And when we tune into the cues of our body, 
from the ancient wisdom passed down from our ancestors in our bones, then we have access to a wealth of knowledge. So much tension, so much emotional pain, so much is stored and held in the body that we don't even know about. And it really is the process of connecting to it that allows us to deepen our connection to ourselves. And that includes our intuition. Okay? So looking at the devil, I'm wondering if there are some ways that you feel that your beliefs about what intuition is are holding you back from really living it. And and the question that I really want to ask you, Rachel, is what makes you think that you're not intuitive already? You told me in your question that you have all these resources and you're not sure where to start. But I think that you've already began. And I would argue that it was your intuition that led you to these resources to begin with. So I really want you to start to trust yourself and I implore you to write down what you think that intuition looks like and really means and then question that because intuition doesn't look like sitting down in meditation and doing advanced ritual and being a psychic or a tarot reader or all of these other kind of woo-woo witchy things that we might see projected out there. Um, Intuition is something available to each and every one of us all of the time, no matter how witchy we are or how corporate we are. I mean, my clients and people that I've worked with, some of the most intuitive people I've ever met are CEOs and executives of financial institutions and lawyers. They are people who wake up in the morning and hear the voice kind of running through their head, but instead search a little bit deeper and and are fueled by their heart's desire, right? This is really intuitive. Seeing the father of swords here I've pulled between the devil and the empress, and I'm pulling him in a reverse position. So that means that you're letting your mind run away with you a little bit. And so the difference between waking up in the morning and reacting to the stories that you're playing in your head and waking up in the morning and taking some time to tune into your body and then see what your needs are from there are two very different things. So A practice that I would like to recommend for you, Rachel, is of sacred silence. And sacred silence I'm saying because I've also pulled the high priestess in the reversed position. High priestess is similar to Empress Divine Feminine, but she's on the astral plane. She represents intuition. She represents psychic wisdom. But what you must do in order to connect with that is to let go of the mind Let go of the stories in the mind and connect to the body, connect to a deeper part of yourself. And so how can you take these tools and these resources that you've acquired and separate yourself from them a little bit so that they don't overwhelm you and just really take it one step at a time? Once you get past what you think intuition needs to look like, you'll see how much you already have and you'll see how much you're already doing because it's just a step-by-step process. 
living an intuitive lifestyle is just a daily practice. There's no real end result in that, right? There's no real um, reward for that in terms of external circumstances. The reward is what you get when you start to feel aligned internally. So see where your perfectionism is projecting this idea of intuitive living. And within that, you'll see how intuitive you really are. In the meantime, rather than getting overwhelmed with all these resources, try just to incorporate them really slowly every day, which I'm sure you're already doing in some way. And separate yourself from, again, that idea. So sit down with yourself in the morning. Literally, the only thing you need is about five to 10 minutes. And see if you can do a little bit of meditation, a little bit of breath work, or even some gentle movement, even if it's just getting down on your hands and knees and doing some cat and cow. And just ask yourself, how do I feel today? How does my body feel? What do I need? What do I feel like eating? And and this is where it begins. This is where the intuition starts to kick in. When you sit in awareness and you notice your breath and you notice the feelings in your body and you operate from there. I think in our society, it's a really common thing just to kind of wake up and go. And I'm going to be honest, we all have shit to do. You're not going to be able to say like, oh, I feel tired today. I'm just going to lay down and rest all day. Nah, you probably have a job that you have to go to, right? So we have to make our magic practical. We have to work it in. But if it's a day when you're feeling kind of low energy and tired and you have some aches and pains in your neck or your shoulders, or your back, or whatever it is, maybe you just take a few minutes to do some gentle stretching. Maybe you incorporate that in again during your lunch break. And then maybe after work, instead of trying to push yourself through a hard, intense workout, or go to a social obligation, you instead feel the authority to cancel those plans and just go with how you feel instead of what you feel obligated to do. Some obligations we simply can't get out of, but others we can if we choose. And if that that means that we have to create some, some boundaries for ourselves, right? And we have to be okay with letting other people down in order to take care of ourselves. It's a hard decision. Okay. Today I wasn't feeling great and I had to make a hard decision to uh, stay home and take care of myself rather than do something for my daughter with her school. It was a tough decision, but at the end of the day, I would rather teach her to care for herself in modeling that than teach her to overextend herself out of a sense of obligation. This is really what living an intuitive lifestyle means. And then there's a little trick that I like to um, try. (laughs) It's not really a trick, but it's a nice way of resetting yourself throughout the day. And I learned this from my teacher, Jillian Pransky. Uh, She has a great book. I'll link it in the show notes. And she calls it just the pause and reset. And it's just when you set a reminder or an alert in your phone and just set it for like once or twice a day. And when the alarm or the alert goes off, just take a few moments. That's all it has to be a few moments, three to five deep breaths. If you're sitting at your computer or I I don't know what you do for work, but if you're wherever you are, try to put down your phone, put down your computer, put down the work in your hand, close your eyes, put your feet on the floor and take 
three to five mindful breaths. Okay, that's it. It's a little pause to notice your breath, to feel into your body, to notice what you need. And then you get to respond to that throughout the day. This is a practice of becoming aware. Awareness has to come from deep listening. That's the name of the book Jillian wrote, by the way. And deep listening is something that we learn to do over time. You need to remind yourself with your phone in the beginning, and then over time, over years of practice, maybe those little pauses will just become a natural part of your daily life. Try to schedule them for times when you know you won't be in a meeting, or you won't be driving, or you won't be busy doing something that you can't uh, take a break from. But I think that it'll be accessible to you, and it'll be actually much more simple than you're making it out to be once you take away some of those productions of what you think it should look like. And instead, just focus really on how you're feeling. And then extend that into the way that you move, right? If you do an exercise program, see if you can be more gentle with yourself in some days so that you're not always pushing to your max or see if you're not doing anything at all. If days when you feel low energy, maybe it feels good uh, instead of sitting at your desk to go outside for a walk on your lunch break. So try to switch up your routine in the way that you move your body. And then you can even apply that to the way that you eat, right? So if you're on a strict diet, see if you can work and eat with a little more intuition rather than what you think you should be doing, right? Or if you don't diet at all, what would it be like to apply a little more structure to your eating plan just based on how you're feeling, right? So incorporating more fruits and veggies when you're feeling really heavy, or if you're feeling anxious and ungrounded, incorporating some root veggies. What would it be like to start to maybe use some medicinal herbs and incorporate some teas if you're not doing anything like that? Play around with your diet. Play around what feels intuitive when you check in with your body and see what you actually want to eat. Sometimes we eat when we're emotional. Sometimes we eat when we're thirsty right? Because we don't take that time to check in. We just automatically reach for something. So try to apply it to all of these things. Take your time. And the last card I pulled for you is the hanged man reversed, which is when he starts to see the world from a new perspective and he gains this halo of enlightenment, right? So I see this happening for you, Rachel, when you just get to slow down, disconnect, tune into your body, Try to take all of those resources and information and just relax with it. Take it as a practice a little bit, one day at a time. And don't reach for uh, an end goal. Just think about incorporating this into your life as a daily practice, which will help you find more peace and more balance. Okay? I hope that this helps. And I hope that all of you out there gain some wisdom from this as well. I will see you for the second part of the show and take care. Okay, babes, welcome to the second portion of the show. I'm going to give you a little astro medicine. 
and an energetic forecast for the week ahead. We're coming up on a big week with a full moon in Scorpio. First, I just want to make a few announcements. If you're listening today, it's Monday, May 13th. We're starting off the week with a waxing moon. And tomorrow, I am starting my new course, Finding Your Purpose. Starts tomorrow evening at 7 p.m. And it's a digital live course. So you can take it from anywhere. And we are going to talk how to find your soul purpose, how to connect with your soul desires, what it really means to have a purpose and why we incarnate on this earth and what we're meant to do with that time that we're here, what it means to really step on the path of your purpose and how to break through those energies of feeling stagnant, stuck, lost, confused, All of that we're going to address. I've been studying this kind of thing for about two decades, and I just want to help you guys pass on the tips and the tools and the practices that have really helped me and guided me on my personal path. So if you're interested in this, I still have a few spots left. Go ahead and sign up on my website. It's under courses. And if you are on my email list, I have a 10% discount code for you. So you can um, sign up for my email list or um, since I am sending out an email today, but if you don't get it, you can just send me an email or send me a DM and let me know that you want to use that code and that you want to sign up for my email list and I'll get you on it. All right, you guys. Also, since we're going to be talking about the full moon, I am doing a ceremony here in Nashville. It's free. It's at Free People Movement in Edge Hill Village, and it's going to be outside. We're going to celebrate under the light of the full moon, and we're going to do some movement, some meditation, some energy work. It'll be really fun. It's a healing ceremony, uh, and that's this Saturday the 18th. You can find the info to reserve your spot at my website under events. Okay, you guys, so let's get right into the forecast now. I pulled three cards for us, and the first card I pulled is the moon, okay? Now, the full moon coming up is in Scorpio, and Scorpio is the deep, dark mystery of all the signs. This is a water sign. Water is connected to the feminine energy, and the moon is connected to the feminine energy, right? So this is a week to go deep into the mystery of it all. And if you know a Scorpio, you know that that is where they love to go. And they don't just love to go deep. They love to take you in with them. And so I'm pulling it reverse, which means that we might have a little bit of resistance to the shadow work, but you've got to work through that mental resistance. This is a week to tap into your feminine side, into your shadow, into the parts of yourself that you don't always look at and start to uncover both the 
the feelings, the thoughts, the things that we don't necessarily want to see or the things that we try to avoid because they're going to give way into a lot of depth in creativity and exploration and intuitive mystery. So how do we do that, right? How do we explore our shadow? What is shadow work? Why do we want to do it? It's so much easier to avoid it and stay in the light. But we don't really know light, you guys, if we don't know shadow, right? We don't know joy if we don't know pain. We don't know love if we haven't felt grief. So these things all go hand in hand. And we can't have light without the dark. We have to embrace all sides of ourself. So my favorite way to do this work is to practice radical acceptance, is to go inward and let myself feel the feelings and let myself explore the way that I feel physically, mentally, emotionally with radical acceptance for all of it, right? This is a concept by Tara Brock. She wrote the book, Radical Acceptance. It's absolutely amazing. I highly, highly recommend it. And um, I'll link the the book in the show notes, but this is really the week to explore these things. And if you've been kind of on the fence or feeling a lot of mental conflict, this is a week in which we can really start to move through that. I would recommend just a 10 minute meditation every single day, whether you do it in the morning or at night, whenever you have time, just to let yourself sit in that silence and observe right? Step outside of the ego and witness. So when we're in meditation, we allow ourselves to move beyond ego thought. Ego thought is not us. It's not. We have this this idea that we are our ego or we are our constant thoughts, but they're just a streamline of things. And that's not actually who we are. There's a conscious awareness available to us where we can witness our thoughts And we can change them. We can say like, oh, wow, that's a crazy thought. I'm going to maybe switch that or replace it with something that works better for me, right? So we don't have to let the thoughts control us. We can allow ourselves to step outside of them and witness them. But it does take a little bit of practice and we do have to cultivate some presence in order to do that. So meditation is the easiest way um, and you should experience mental resistance to it because that means that you're stepping outside of your comfort zone. And so when we allow ourselves to step outside of our comfort zone, then we allow for change. Okay. If you're working in your comfort zone, you're not going to produce change and transformation. So try to meditate, even if you have mental resistance towards it, especially if you do, and then fight that mental resistance. What does that look like? Mental resistance is like, oh, I don't have time to meditate today. I'll start tomorrow. Uh, it's, it's, I, Uh, whatever the hell those thoughts are, right? You're going to come up with a million of better things to do than meditate. Do it fucking anyway, you guys. Fight through that resistance. Work in your shadow. And really what that means is that you're, you're now becoming aware to witness some of the thoughts and feelings that you were ignoring before. 
that's all shadow work is. It's not that intense. It can be, but when we take it one step at a time, one small little bite at a time, we make it applicable and we're able to do a little bit every day rather than suppressing it, suppressing it, suppressing it. And then all of a sudden we have a fucking breakdown. Okay. So the next card that I pulled for us is the Page of Pentacles. I love this card. She is the young feminine in the earth plane. And so what this tells me is that there's an invitation this week to start something new in the realm of the pentacles, which is with our career, our money, or our connection to earth energy and our home. This could be, or just actual nature, like getting out and plants, working with plants, working with our physical body, working with the food we eat, working with travel, working with actually just being outside more. There's so many ways to work in earth energy, but there's some sense of starting something new here. So if you've been interested in plant medicine or really wanting to start a new job or a new project within your job, or you've been thinking about redecorating your home and making some changes there or actually moving, this is going to be a great week to step into that. And the page energy is similar to the fool. And the fool is when we're really jumping into a new beginning. Okay. And so I pulled the fool card to actually strengthen this card. They go hand in hand together. So I do do see us ready to jump off the branch, take a risk and start something new. The reason we're able to do that is because we're working through mental resistance and we're going into the moon. This full moon in Scorpio is offering us the ability to release whatever shadow work has been holding us back. And the result of all this is the three of pentacles. And this is a beautiful card as well. Threes are a sacred number, right? We've got mind, body, spirit, past, present, future, the holy trinity in almost any religion. You can see the strength and power of the number three. The number three is the strongest or the triangle is the strongest shape in nature. And it's all about building a foundation for ourselves And also with the threes, there's this energy of kind of being on the precipice of expansion. Okay, so we are in a time right now where we are rebuilding and restructuring a foundation of some sorts. So whatever we're jumping into, we've got to draw in all the resources that we need. This could be in the form of teamwork, pulling people in and asking for help. This could be in the form of raising money for what we need. This could be an actual internal foundation, right? So if we are shedding all of these things and transforming And we've got to kind of restructure our root chakra. And so this could be a great time to do root chakra work. Have a Reiki session. How do you balance your root chakra? You connect to earth energy. Put your bare feet on the ground. Take some salt baths. Use crystals like smoky quartz, black obsidian, garnet, red color crystals. Help to open and balance the root chakra. Eat earthy and really grounding foods that grow in the earth like 
carrots and beets and potatoes, right? Um, Work with herbs and plant medicine. Root chakra is all about our sense of security, safety, our sense of home within ourselves. So working with earth energy is about how we connect to earth and find that security within ourselves. Okay, this is a really great card because it shows that when we restructure and restabilize our foundation, we will be able to grow something bigger, something stronger, and something better for us now. So it's going to be a really powerful week to do this work, you guys. Now, with the full moon on Saturday, on full moons, I really like to focus on release. And so if there are things that you feel like have been holding you back, certain um, beliefs, certain attitudes, certain relationships, you're feeling overextended in certain ways, go ahead and write that stuff down. Really scan in your life all the things that you feel like you're ready to let go of. And then I like to either burn that piece of paper or rip it up and flush it down the toilet or just take it to a place outside of my home and throw it in a garbage can that is far away from my home as a symbolic gesture of letting it go, right? So you can use these actions as a symbolic gesture of what we're releasing. And I think it's really important when we do releasing work to make sure that we're letting go of it with love and with gratitude, not pushing anything that's bad or wrong within us away, because that's just labeling ourselves as bad or wrong. If it was a part of us and it was bad or wrong, then that means we are too. And that's not the case. This is just stuff that we've outgrown and we're ready to push beyond it. But it doesn't mean that it didn't serve us at one time. <clears throat> so write down your intentions, excuse me, <clears throat> of what you want to release and do some kind of ritual or gesture that is going to help you symbolize how to let it go and let it go with a big thank you to the universe and let the universe know that you're ready to bring something else in now, something that's going to serve your highest good. All right, you guys, I hope you have a fabulous week. DM me, write a review, let me know how you're feeling this week. If you're feeling these cards and if they resonate with you, I always love to hear from you and I love your feedback. You can go on my website on the podcast page and fill out the form if you'd like to submit a question for me to answer. I'd love to hear from you. And you can always leave me a five-star rating. You can write a review. You can share this on your socials or send it along to your friends if you think they might be interested. I appreciate all of your support in helping me get this podcast out there. And it's a free offering. So if you feel called to, you can also donate through the Anchor app and leave me a little tip. All right, you guys have a great week and be well. We'll talk soon. Thank you.